1: DIY money. So if you're not on YouTube yet, you need to be DIY Money on YouTube because I apparently am having a fashion faux pas today. Wearing what? What color? I'm wearing brown socks, Bad. Blue, blue jeans, and brown shoes and a brown belt. My darlings, call FEMA. This is a disaster. <laughs> what, what's wrong with that? What am I supposed to wear? What's well, the deal? Got dark brown socks. What's wrong with that? Light brown shoes. Yeah, but look, the lines, they match the shoe. Socks are an extension of the pants, uh, man. Ah, anyways. They
0: extend the pants, they don't extend the shoes.
1: thought they're supposed to match the belt. Socks? I don't know. Gosh, no. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to another wonderful uh, edition of DIY Money. We've got a great question today, but let's go through some housekeeping odds and ends. No bro talk today, just what? Housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping. Number one, again, if you're not over on DIY Money on YouTube, check it out. Jordan West, producer extraordinaire, taking us to the next level. Very excited about that. Oh, and also, when you got 45 minutes to an hour, check out the podcast slash interview with Will Levis. That's awesome. Up and coming future quarterback superstar from University of Kentucky. Whether you like sports or not, I'll tell you right now, whether you're a sports fan or not, that's a podcast to check out. DIY Tribe, oh, I meant to bring something I wanted to read today from the tribe. Darn it all. God, no, it's okay. Either. It's too late now. Nah. The moment's passed. It, it is, is what it is. But the DIY Tribe is rocking, you know, and we're, it's kind of like group therapy at a times. I mean, it really is. I put out the other day, I was like, I'll put a Rocky clip because I've been getting whacked. I mean, I've been just boom, 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 home ownership. Everybody wants to buy a home. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I mean, I had septic problems. Then I had water in my basement. Then I had a tree issue. Then I had a drainage issue. Ba-da, tree ba-da, ba-da, issue now. Yeah. Tree issue creates a drainage issue. Drainage issue creates the backwater fill to the house, which creates the water problem in the basement. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Grass is greener. Always has to be mowed. Don't ever forget that. Grass is greener on the other side of the fence. It always has to be mowed. Lesson by AstroTurf. Oh, my gosh. Let's keep moving right along. DIY Tribe is rocking. Insta DIY dot tribe rolling out the DIY Money Minute. I'm pretty pumped about that. Look for that coming on the uh, Instagram. No, no brainer there with that one. Let's go right to our question. The first one
2: is from David. David, what do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY Money. My name's David, and I have a question on how much of my income I should allocate to cash. I'm in my mid-twenties, I rent, and I'm debt-free. Currently, I contribute enough of my paycheck into my 401k retirement account to max it out by the end of the year. I'm also going to max out my Roth IRA by the end of the year. The remainder of the money will either go in cash or in an individual brokerage account for stocks. Here's the thing, my savings account has enough cash for two years of expenses, so it's more than enough for an emergency fund. This is mostly because a few years ago, I wasn't as aggressive with investing. My question is, should I keep contributing a percentage of my income to cash savings or should I cap it off and allocate the entire remainder of my paycheck into stocks? My next big purchase, like a house, new car, or wedding, probably won't happen until at least two or three years from now. Is it wise if I continue growing my cash savings every paycheck or should I be capping off my savings account and contributing the rest of stocks? Thanks for taking my question. Love the show. Keep up the awesome work.
1: Man, well-articulated,
2: just, I mean, I don't know if people are writing
1: these questions down and then reading them. I can kind of tell when they do that, mm-hmm. but I mean, just they, they, our audience rocks. I mean, well-articulated, great question, David. I'm going to be, I mean, this is a simple one for me, and I don't even need to go down the psychological rabbit holes regarding how much cash and emergency fund and yada yada. You listed a few massive expenses that could be coming in the next couple years wedding, boom, congrats on that one. Not sure if you picked out the ring yet or not, but whatever, wedding, house, these are huge expenses. So kind of our general, quote unquote, I hate to use rule of thumb, but is, listen, anything in the three to five year range, especially in this market environment, and I don't wanna get into the timing mechanism, but the value of the market is, is you know, correlates with like real estate right now, which is very, very high. I'm not so sure I'd put that money to work. So if you were looking at making a substantial down payment on a house, maybe you were biding your time like Daniel is. I'm sure he'll touch on this. You were looking at, "Hey, I got a wedding, I got this, that, and the other." Basically, take your 3 to 6 months emergency fund out of the equation. You've got a year and a half. You know, I don't know. I'm guessing you're contributing 19.5 to your 401k. You're putting another $6,000 into your Roth, $25,000 a year. I'm guessing you're in the six-figure range of income. So you know, all of a sudden you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars sitting aside. See this math I'm doing? He's he's like, man, you're in my bank book. I don't know about that, but I mean seriously. So now all of a sudden you're sitting on an extra hundred, hundred twenty five thousand. When the time is right, you'll then be able to slide in, buy the home, pay for the wedding. I don't think you change a thing. Now the last thing I'll say is percentage of of uh, money towards you know savings. I think here's the deal: if you look and say, look. In a in a better environment, I'll buy a two hundred fifty three hundred thousand dollars house. I need sixty thousand to put down. Wedding? I don't know what weddings cost today. Mine's like five grand, but whatever. One million dollars? No, it wasn't that. I just tried to. <laughs> so that was like concerning. a little humble brag, and it, was, and it wasn't even right. But anyways, let's say it's twenty grand. So right there, you got eighty grand that's gone. Plus, you know, all the other nonsense that you got to do when you buy a house. But I would say if you've got that hundred to whatever sitting aside. And ultimately, you're now looking at adding more. That might be overkill. That might be overkill. That may be the time that you start investing. This is the wealth creation phase. You're investing in a taxable account, maybe a dividend portfolio, or maybe you're keeping it simple with just index funds, et cetera. So I, A, love the idea that you've got sizable balance available for all of these goals that you've set forth. B, not so sure if you do the math that you'll want to keep doing that if you've. Kind of got that money in reserve. That's my two cents on it. He's fire, by the way, and not like freedom, independence, retire, blah, whatever that means. I just mean he's on fire with his plan. Dave's a beast, man. Totally, totally. I mean, he's hitting hard, hitting maxing it hard. stuff out.
0: That's really good. Uh, so you took the sort of the road of he is going to buy a house soon, but it didn't. So- he said ways off. In didn't he? In a couple
1: of years, he said two to two years.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I guess once you back out the six-month emergency fund, making sure, I mean, if there's enough there for a down payment and or a wedding, uh, then the next bucket is logically just wealth creation. So I don't know why, if you already had enough for the down payment and you already had enough for the wedding, plus you have the six-month emergency fund, I don't know why you would need more cash at because that Because a point.
1: lot of people don't think about or realize, hey, I can now invest this money. I mean, yeah. how many times do we have somebody who goes, What else can I do? They're maxing Mm a 401k. They're maxing a Roth, and we go open an investment account. Yeah, and they and they they correlate. They think Mm -hmm. like that means Robinhood buying crazy meme stocks. That's not what it means. It means basically you could follow the same trajectory in your 401k in a Vanguard account. Yeah,
0: they shouldn't look much different unless the goal time horizon is massively different. Right. But odds are your taxable investing account is a long-term time horizon. Hopefully. Um,
1: especially when you've got these other things allocated for.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I would not think of it in terms of percentages, in terms of dollar amounts uh, and things of that. I would think of it just in terms of goals, the same way you are with your retirement account. So you have your retirement bucket that's set up with a goal. You're maxing that out uh, with hopes to have a really huge retirement fund uh, or at least as much as you need. Uh, Plus you have your very short term bucket already figured out, which is your emergency fund plus these other big goals. And I'm kind of assuming that you have enough there for those. What you're just missing is that medium-term bucket, which is building wealth creation uh, that will supply you for any of the goals that exist before retirement.
1: So, It's a Wonderful Life. The Usually, mo- yes. One of the greatest movies ever. Yeah. Okay? Mr. Potter. hmm Mr. Potter, who basically took over Bedford Falls from... All of the citizens, except for George Bailey. By the way, if you've never watched this movie, you should watch this movie. But the reason Potter was able to take advantage of opportunities when they presented themselves, he had cash. Now, nobody liked him, and he was the evil Mr. Potter, but he had cash. Mm -hmm. I realize we are in an environment where people think you will never be able to buy a home again. It it's impossible. Like, no way they're going to go up to the sky forever prices. We're never going to... I promise you, some point in the future, you are going to be able to buy a home at a reasonable price. You're in the driver's seat, my man. You're in the driver's seat. Would you keep allocating cash land in hopes of having
0: cash available? I mean... No. So if, if housing prices go down, I mean, you can't say one for one, but does that mean that the economy is and stocks are not i mean Could so would be you slowing. just like, yeah
1: so but accrue. what i'm trying to get at is and this was not necessarily for david sure. i don't hear any fomo in david's voice no. at all but it is for the dozens of other people who comment that say oh you know i'm discouraged i can't buy a home etc and i just i'm i'll say it time and time again until the opportunity comes you know build up the war chest and the, and the capital now and forget about this idea that you've got to chase and you have to get into something—it's—it's—that's terrible. Yeah, uh, just last week
0: I posted a blog on the website. Uh, three reasons why I personally have an emergency fund, uh, even though we deal with investments. Uh, that sounds like out. a riveting piece. A very riveting piece. <laughs> uh, what, but one of them, What are the three reasons? Well, one of the key ones was opportunity sometimes appears in gray skies. So mm. it's not just that the emergency fund there is there for my emergencies. It's also there for when the world around us is going through an emergency and maybe I want to have some cash available to take an opportunity. Uh, now, with that, you lose some of the upside right now that you may have in stocks and so forth, but you're you're kind of taking a portion and going, hey, I'm going to set it aside and I'm going to use this should a great opportunity come along in the
1: future. There you go, David. I think it's phenomenal. You're on the right track. Keep it up. Hopefully we answered your question. We will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. So we haven't talked about this in a while. More cash. We're getting questions a lot, which is great. So it's real simple. All he did was send us a voice memo to podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Then we... Threw that in the show. Because we used it on the show, we'll send him a $25 Amazon gift card. Boom. Follow us on Insta, DIY.money for soon the Money Minute. I'm pretty pumped about that. Check us out on The Tribe on Facebook. And as always now, make sure you're queuing up the YouTube DIY money. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest after you have a sizable emergency fund. Sure. And if you've allocated for expenses down the road and do it for a very long time. Make it a great one.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.